Good morning. It's Tuesday, December 12th. Gingerbread house day. I love a good gingerbread house. I can't make them. I mean, I probably can, but I for sure don't have the patience, but I still love them. They look incredible when they're done well. They look adorable when done by a child. They look lame when done by me. But at the end of the day, there's candy on them. So we, we love them. And now the news. I know I said today would be an episode all about an update on Israel and Hamas, but two big stories were all over the news today and they need to be covered. And this first story, as well as the Israel-Hamas update, both require the time and care needed to tell the stories correctly. So tomorrow, I will hopefully be able to do that as planned with the Israel-Hamas update. Instead, today we're going to start by talking about Kate Cox. I talked about Kate yesterday. She's the woman who is 20 weeks pregnant with a fetus that has Edwards syndrome, a condition with an extremely low rate of survival past a few days. Already in her pregnancy, she's been to the emergency room four times with cramping and what's being described as, quote, other concerning symptoms. However, Kate lives in Texas, where there are three overlapping abortion bans in the state. Abortions are illegal in Texas from the moment the pregnancy begins, which the moment. However, an abortion can still be provided if the person carrying the baby is, quote, in danger of death or a serious risk of substantial impairment of a major bodily function. Serious risk, however, is not clearly defined. Doctors, hospitals, and lawyers have all asked for language clarity, but the Texas Attorney General's office, that's the one headed by Ken Paxton, an abhorrent fraction of a human, says that the language is clear enough and will not further clarify. A district court judge has ruled that Kate could have this abortion. However, on Friday, the state Supreme Court said no after Paxton appealed the district court ruling. He also sent a letter, which was shared on social media, to all hospitals where the doctor who said that she would be willing to provide the abortion has admitting privileges, saying that the hospitals and doctor could face felony charges, as well as a fine of no less than $100,000 if she is allowed to provide that abortion at any of those hospitals. What Paxton is arguing here is that Cox's doctor in the original court case failed to, quote, identify what life-threatening medical condition that Miss Cox purportedly has that is aggravated by, caused by, or arising from a pregnancy nor does it state with specificity how this unidentified condition places Miss Cox at the risk of death or poses a serious risk of substantial impairment of a bodily function unless the abortion is performed or induced, end quote. This, this statement is incredibly condescending. Also, Ken Paxton is not a doctor. He is also apparently unable to employ basic common sense, Because obviously, if the baby's life is in danger, which it is, that also puts the life of the person carrying the baby in danger because of how the baby is in their body. And on top of all of this, it's just trauma compounded onto trauma. Because first of all, people should be able to have abortions, period, no judgment. But in this case, we're talking about a wanted pregnancy. So we're starting with the trauma of this poor woman 
having to go through the devastation of being pregnant and knowing that their baby will not survive past a few days. She then had to make the heart-wrenching decision about what to do. And now that she's done that, her trauma is making national news because the state of Texas and non-doctor Kent Paxton have decided that they are in charge of what this woman does. On Monday, it was announced that she would leave the state to have the abortion. For what feels like very obvious reasons, the details of her travel are under wraps. However, the Center for Reproductive Rights told the state Supreme Court that it would continue the case even though she decided she would not be seeking an abortion in the state. Now, yesterday I mentioned on Friday that the court stayed her right to get an abortion before it had a ruling. But on Monday, after it was announced that Kate would have to leave the state to have an abortion, the court officially ruled that no, she cannot get an abortion in the state. Because even though she has been to the emergency room four times already, they ruled that her life was not in enough danger. I truly cannot even imagine the horror that this woman and her family have had to deal with over politics, over politics. Also on Monday, some Trump news came out. Now, normally I'd be like bebopping some sound effects, um, tossing nicknames all around, but it's hard to be funny after I spent the majority of this episode and my day, frankly, thinking about and talking about what is essentially state-sanctioned torture in Texas against Kate Cox. And no whoosh sound effect can um, change that, you know? So here's just a, a quick Trump thing. The Supreme Court said on Monday that it would consider Jack Smith's request to fast-track Trump's claim that he is immune from prosecution in the federal election-stealing crimes case because without speeding things up, the court may not otherwise rule until June. In the ask, Smith noted that he recognizes this is a, quote, extraordinary request, but added that this is a, quote, extraordinary case. To clarify, though, this doesn't mean that the Supreme Court has said, yes, they will fast-track, the claim. This just means that they will consider whether or not they will fast track the claim. And that's it. That's the news. That Kate Cox story is really hard. It's really, really hard. It's upsetting. And it's also infuriating. Politicians should not be able to make decisions about what we do with our bodies. And they certainly shouldn't be able to use one of the worst moments in someone's life as a political chess piece. It's a bad decision by a bad man. And because you understand that the only way we can beat them is if we all, every single eligible one of us, turn out to vote next year. I'm proud of you.